Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 158, episode one of The Daily Zeitgeist, yeah! a production of iHeartRadio. Wow. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It's Monday, November 2nd, 2020. Ah! I know. I I can't believe it. It's election days. It's election week. It's election yes. month, I guess we should say. Because who the fuck knows? It's my birthday month. How long this is going to take. Uh, my name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Dewey Lewis, a.k.a. Duanon, uh, <laughs> a.k.a. Bruh, have you code read the latest dew drop? Uh, those are courtesy of Station Agent and Christy Yamaguchi Slain. And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! Who's the blazing that's smoking weed and it is always high? M-I-L-E-S-O-F-G-R-A-Y, Miles of Gray. He is high. I'm just adding all this other stuff. Thank you to Very Bad Santa on the Discord for that. As you put low effort, a.k.a. I, you know, I added a, a, a front part. I'm glad you only came up with the M-I-L-E-S-O-F-G-R-A-Y part. But I had to give the start off, so shout out to you, Very Bad Santa. You are, in fact, a very bad Santa. Miles, mm-hmm. it's election time. Uh, it's election day tomorrow, uh, or the kickoff of election season uh, of of the end times. Uh, the last Panic day. Fest 2020. <laughs> this is the last day of uh, what we will soon be referring to as the before times, possibly. Uh, the bef- Man, <laughs> but we had before times with the pan. Wow. Oh, I know. Boy. But who that, knows? Who knows? Was, hey, yeah. Stay optimistic. Stay There's optimistic. levels to this shit. Um, yeah, anyways, right. it's election time, so we're getting right into the format. Uh, telling the people what we're talking about today. Obviously, we're going to talk a little bit about the election, just a little bit, just a little bit, just um, a, little bit. a lot of it. We'll talk about Pennsylvania. What a shit show that is, uh, despite the fact that. Uh, it's a 67% swing, depending on who wins that state, that one little block of rednecks, uh, they are going to swing the fate of the entire country by 67%. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the train of celebrity Trump endorsements. Uh, we're going to talk about how Fox News managed to, I don't know if they got on methadone or what, but they were able to quit that Hunter Biden story yeah. uh, all of a sudden. Uh, very suspicious. Uh, we're going to talk about Trump blaming the Supreme Court for Biden's victory already. Uh, and Donald Trump Jr. is flying. Uh, so we'll talk about that. We'll check in with him. <laughs> I don't know that off what is, I mean. That man is high. Uh he's high. We don't high on election forecasting. <laughs> high on that know. election buzz. You know what I mean? Uh we'll check back in to the world of Kim Kardashian. Uh and we'll ask, are planes actually safe? Uh like the plane corporations are telling us they are. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so you know you can trust it. Uh but before any of that, we are thrilled to be joined. In our third seat by the hilarious, the brilliant, the talented Karama Dunkwa. Hello. Hi, it's me. Hi. Karama rhymes welcome, with drama. <laughs> Karama rhymes with drama. Uh, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm nervous for the fate of society as we know it in this nation, but good. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. those yeah. two I'm completely surprised. normal 
together feelings. Yeah. For saying these things, these that sequence of words out loud, surprisingly calm and upbeat. You know, I feel like that's how most American people are. We're like, everyone's like, I don't know. Maybe it's going to all end. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Here for uh, a good, yeah. not a long time. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, and I am way up. I feel blessed. No, I feel stressed. My blood pressure's way up. I feel stressed. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. Karama, anyway. where are you in the country? Uh, right now, I am in sunny Southern California. I yeah, yeah. am in the Coachella Valley, where it finally stopped being 100 degrees like two weeks ago. So, okay. yeah. That's why I'm so there? upbeat. No, I did not grow up in the valley here. I grew up in Los Angeles, mostly partly in Ghana and partly hey. on the East Coast in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. So I've just got like a smattering of locations yeah. that are my hometown. There you yeah. go. But mostly Quite a LA. smattering. Interna- internationally known and locally respected. I like that. That's right. Thank you. All right. I am enjoying the the cooler weather that we're dealing with right now. Mm-hmm. I like Loving. having like a blanket that doesn't feel like it's trying to smother me. Yeah. Um, like it's like it's working with me, not against me now. <laughs> right. It's funny how like we're we're starting to kind of get into what we call fall, I guess, in Southern California, because you're like, well, the high will still be 88, but at night it will get to 60 versus like it'll only be like 88 in the day and then 78 at night. I'm like, oh, wow, like the night times will feel colder, Uh, but the like the temperature swings, I'm kind of it's kind of messing with me when it like because when you have a string of hot days and then a really cold one, that always affects me. So I'm sensitive, you know. And I'll be okay. Speaking of sensitive, we're about to run the clocks back, uh, push the clocks back an hour. My two year old is like with the very first rays of light that escape over the horizon. He's (laughs) up and yelling my name. And now, like, now it's going to be at five in the morning instead of six in the morning. That's amazing. I love that it's he calls daylight. you by your name also. He's like, Jack, yeah. Jack, wake up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Get up, <Right>. Jack. <laughs> Mr. O'Brien. Yeah. Uh, Mr. O'Brien, are you in there? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. O'Brien was my father. Call me Jackie yeah. boy. <laughs> Call me Jackie. <laughs> Jackie boy. All right. Well, Karama, we like to ask our guest up top, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are or what you're up to? Okay, I was like super nervous, and then I forgot that I was doing this, and I couldn't sleep in the middle of the night, so my search history is all over the place. Um, I only have to tell you one thing. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I googled Spit and Eggs, which is an episode of season three of Veronica Mars, and uh, it's just been a lot of rewatching stuff for me recently, and... Mm -hmm. uh, I'm rewatching season four of Veronica Mars, but I was thinking fondly on the halcyon days of season three, which was not a good season, but season four was a hot mess. So mm. I was like, remember Spit and Eggs? That was a good episode. So that's something. What's, uh, what happened with Spit and Eggs? What's the, is it, is that, I'm guessing that has something to do with the episode? I, you know what? It's been so long since I've watched season three. Um, cause I've been rewatching season four. Cause I was like, remember that trash fire <laughs> right, from last right, right, year? Right. Let me, mm-hmm. let me do recent history, then go back. But it was like Veronica is solving a campus rape mystery and that's where it all Whoa. comes to a head. Yeah. Right. And she's I, like, yeah, I, 
That first season, I remember my uh, my partner, Her Majesty, she's a big Veronica Mars fan, and she Woo, kept talking about yellow Xterras, and I'm like, what the fuck is a yellow Xterra? The what yellow Xterra that Logan Eccles drives. Oh, yeah. It's like and deep she's in my like, heart. that's a yellow Xterra. I'm like, I don't know. I have not seen this show, so I don't know why that is significant, and also what is going on. It's like, there's a lot of heavy shit in Veronica Mars. I didn't realize. A lot of, like, a lot of stuff about rape and, like, uh, like, race stuff and inequality mm-hmm. and like corrupt police departments and it was like a light teen show right yeah Where that's Tessa what... thompson got her start actually tessa thompson was a oh, Caesar series regular in season two. Hell yeah that's well then you can't be mad at that show ever anybody um yeah no <laughs> Veronica Mars, but that's totally different from what i thought the vibe of veronica mars was like i thought it, think was, it was i don't know i I thought it was somewhere between like a Nickelodeon type show and like one of those Fox shows, but like more leaning towards, uh, I don't know, like Clarissa Explains It All or oh, like one no. of those type okay, things. Okay, so here's, yeah, here's you the should breakdown watch of it. season one of Veronica Mars. Veronica lives in this town called Neptune. It's got a huge gap between the hyper wealthy and the working class. And she is the daughter of a formerly disgraced sheriff. So he was disgraced because he accused the richest man in town of murdering his own daughter, who was Veronica's best friend. So Veronica, in her spare time, works for her father's now detective agency, and she's trying to solve what happened to her best friend, who, again, was murdered. And so that's that's the first season. They open with that. Yeah. So it's more like a mixture between, like, those Fox shows and Twin Peaks. Like it's got yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, Twin Damn. Peaks, but like less weird, more high school vibe, right. less weird. Right. Yeah. Saved I by the this, Bell yeah. meets Twin Peaks. I had the same yeah. misconception of it before I started watching. I was like, so she's from Mars? Is that the deal? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And, I thought it was just like quirky. Her Majesty was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, I don't know, Veronica. I don't know. I only seen bus ads for it when I was younger. I never watched the show. So I was just going off of the word Mars. <laughs> I also had that. There was a show called Life on Mars that started right when Veronica Mars was ending. And I got the two of them very confused. And Life on Mm. Mars is about a guy who travels back to the 70s after he, like, gets concussed or something. Like, there's, they're not at all the same. And I also thought it was about 9-11. So I just didn't know what was going on. (laughs) And I didn't start watching Veronica Mars till I was in college. And I got scared in the middle of the night watching Dexter in an apartment by myself. And I was like, mm. I'll just watch a teen show to cool it down. And then it was a teen right, show right. about murder. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that is a really intriguing premise, though. I wanna I wanna check that show out. It's That's all on Hulu. You can watch all, all right. four yeah, seasons. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I I got into it uh that first season. Personal opinion, season one is really good. Season two is pretty good. Season three not the best. It suffers from this thing where there are two season-long mysteries in the season. So they solve one halfway through, episode nine, Spit and Eggs. And then they have a second mystery, which I think was not wise on their part. And too many mysteries. Yeah, too many mysteries, too many like series-long mysteries. So like they needed to just stick to the mysteries of the week. But I get why they didn't want a like 20-episode rape arc. Like that's a lot of sexual mm-hmm. assault. But mm-hmm. uh, season four is okay until the end and then the last 10 minutes of season four just completely ruined the whole series for me 
And wow. I'm trying to like salvage something in it, which is why I was re-watching season four. And I'm just like, no, I'm just mad at the end. I'm mad at it. Mm. And the star <laughs> is Kristen Bell, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, she okay. is. That's just, I also like don't associate her with uh, like pathos in any way. Like I mm-hmm. just, yeah. But that's I mean, probably my snarky. limited imagination. It's yeah, like noir. So she's like a noir detective, like the Maltese Falcon type deal, but she's a Southern Californian teen. Hell yeah. I think yeah. we are doing a huge service to our listeners by spending the first 10 minutes of this podcast talking about <laughs> Veronica Mars so they can forget for a moment that they are uh, 24 hours out from the election. <laughs> Oof, uh, I forgot. And now we're back. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're back. Uh, Karama, what is something you think is underrated? Something I think is underrated? I'm probably going to say babies. I know a lot of people like babies, but I don't think they like babies for the right reasons. And I don't think Mm. they respect babies. I think they enjoy babies aesthetically. And they're like, oh, look at their little clothes. But if you really think about it, being a baby every day is kind of like your first day at a new job where you don't know what's going on and there are no actual tasks for you to do. And you're just kind of like figuring out what's happening. But it's Mm -hmm. that for like three to five years, depending on how smart the baby is. And I have a lot of respect for them for kind of staying in that gray area and rolling with it. Because I can't do that for a whole (laughs) week, let alone five years. Oh, man. I think it's that plus they're on mushrooms the whole time. Uh, yes, because oh, right. they haven't like had the doors of perception like close in around like uh, you know their brain. So well, you still... have one, so you know. What's I got going a couple. On. Yeah, they are <laughs> tripping literally. Right. Constantly. They're just like looking at their hands, like yeah, their face, like, Whoa, yeah. I'm seeing trails, Jack. Yeah, Mr. O'Brien, I'm seeing trails. <laughs> so it's just pure joy a lot of the time, but it's a it is a mystery. Yeah, I couldn't handle that. A lot of pure joy and discovery. Yeah. I think babies are vastly underrated. Yeah. Uh, what is yeah. something you think is overrated? Uh, I'm going to stick with the kid theme. And I think overrated is asking kids what they want to be when they grow up. I think it's a lazy question. <laughs> I think that, no, I think it's lazy. And I think that most kids, if they know what they want to be when they grow up, they'll walk up to you. They're like, hi, my name's Susie. I want to be a paleontologist. You don't need right. to ask them. They'll yeah. tell you. And sometimes you don't want to know the answer. You don't want to know what that kid (laughs) wants to be when they grow up. Because when I was like five, if you had asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up, I would have said a stripper. And you would have been confused and not known where to go. (laughs) But the fact of the matter is I was being very pragmatic because I was like strippers take their clothes off. And I take my clothes off every day anyway. So I did not understand. That is my my four-year-old's greatest skill is I will like turn around and like for two seconds and he'll be completely naked. Like it's literally (laughs) like he can take his clothes off faster than anybody. And he knows that it gets a response that I'm like, whoa. So he keeps doing it no matter what. He hasn't done it in public yet, but... Uh, I think we're headed for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I mean, now's a great time to have a kid that likes to take clothes off because you're not going in public. Right, So right, you exactly. can kind of, it's, it's safe. It's just funny. It's all But I want to say, I respect strippers. I do not have the core strength or the strength of spirit to be a stripper, which is why that dream has now been dashed. But uh, 
Uh, what, I did not what, know that at five. <laughs> what were the other jobs you wanted like early on before you had any sense? Miles, like, you're I asking did. the question. You're asking. I wanted the to be a Power question. Ranger. I wanted to be. <laughs> yeah, but I'm curious from to see the Power Ranger. There you yeah. go. Yeah, <laughs> I do like Amy that. Jo Johnson, real life name. Yeah, the, um, I don't I think I knew so. that off the dome. So the Blue Miles Ranger Billy. He works in production, like in physical production as a production manager, David Yost, uh, which is like really funny. Yeah, because you're like, yo, that's the fucking Blue Ranger. They're like, no, that's the production manager on this show. I'm like, okay, but I'm pretty sure. Okay, let me just look at the call sheet. No, I'm pretty sure if a giant monster uh, walks in here, he's going to just activate. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, Yeah, we'll see about that. Who's the naive one now? Uh, (laughs) Power yeah, my four-year-old yeah. would want to be a train, I think, if you asked. Him. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's great. I mean, yeah. one of our presidential candidates yeah. really likes trains. So, yeah, you know. Right. Yeah. That's how he's going to get the inanimate object. <laughs> the other one likes yeah. but, uh, tr- trucks, right? Or yeah, I mean, trucks. I wanted to be, yeah. I think the first thing, I, oh, you know what I saw? I saw the movie Seven, and I wanted to be a forensic pathologist. Oh, what I thought you were going to say you wanted to be seven. a head. When that shit came out, I was like, what? I was like 12 or 13. That was, like, that was the last time I was like, yo, I'm going to be this thing. Before that, I wanted to be a cop because of the movie Speed. That copaganda got me. Yeah. Uh, and then, <laughs> that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, because I was like, dude, all that gear they wear. And plus, they're not dealing with like real shit. Like, they're just going after like Dennis Hopper with the blown off hand. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm. abstract shit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that and then uh, forensic pathologist. And then. Uh, I think just like a professional gamer like was a thing I also thought like in high school like before it was professional like there was anything like that I was like dude that'd be sick if like I could just get paid to play fucking blah 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 all the time um, yeah. then I went to college and figured that's not really a thing but you know we all tried yeah alright let's talk real quick about some of the celebrity endorsements that are coming out we'll go from least surprising to most surprising uh, Brett Favre has endorsed Donald Trump. <laughs> Color me <laughs> shocked. <laughs> what did what did he say? Did he have like a cool reasoning that was sort? Because everyone's had to be this thing where they're like, I know what you're thinking. I'm racist, but here's the thing. Like I, I feel like that's racist. a construction where it's like, <laughs> yes, I acknowledge this guy Trump is whack as fuck, but is like the construction of most of their endorsements. But is he just? I, oh I, wait, okay. I did this not is his tweet. His. My vote is for what makes this country great. Freedom of speech and religion, Second Amendment, hardworking, tax-paying citizens, police, and military. In this election, we have freedom of choice, which all should respect. For me and these principles, my vote is for at real Donald Trump. He's, um, uh, he, he's voting for Donald Trump because uh, to protect our freedom of choice. Yeah, and freedom of speech when he t- he literally says the press are like the fucking enemy of the state. Mm-hmm. What you, again, that nice try and like trying to hide behind all this deracialized shit. Uh, yeah, but we we know what time it is, Brett. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and, and freedom of speech. I think in his turn in his thinking is his freedom to send reporters pictures of his dick. Yeah, right. <laughs> Lil Wayne. Yeah, Lil Wayne was medium surprising for me. That was surprising. That was depressing. I yeah. I, what what happened? What what I don't know. what has happened to this man? Tunchi I mean, I know was, that he had a photo. He was like, "Y'all, I listened to the Platinum Plan, 
And I'm t- like, I don't know. He was going like the same thing. They're all saying is like, you're an influencer and you get your script. He's like, okay, now please post with this hashtag in this language mm-hmm. and then you'll get your check. Um, because it was saying, I've looked at the platinum plan. Donald Trump is really going to listen to to us. And it's like so fucked up and pathetic and sad. And like, you get all these question marks and realizations about what even hip hop is even. And you're like, oh my God, was this always the pursuit of just being a powerful white man? Really? Right. Like this was the, like, it's all we're seeing this. I don't know. Like it, it's, it's just, it's really disheartening. But at the same time, I think what it, sh- it should just demonstrate is that people who are wealthy, they will not protect you. They don't have your interests at heart. So don't ever expect these people to come out and say the right thing. Just point. Yeah. Back. It's definitely more cash money and less young money. Oh, I can't. I mean, he's not. He's not thinking about the future. He's not thinking about environmentalism, which no. Donald Trump has said is a Chinese hoax. Like, yeah. I feel like if China were trying to hoax us, they would come up with something a little more exciting than maybe you should use less plastic. Like, that's not that's not. Right. I have more right. faith in the Chinese to be able to come up with something that is theatrical and beautiful and like very well organized like that's this is a dumb hoax if it's a hoax right mm-hmm. right right yeah it's uh i don't know but so i mean I, we we can't let this cannot be a story that we move past where we're just like ah oh, remember brett Favre tweeted them anyways there's the wrangler ad with starring brett Favre or lil right. wayne like they should not be allowed to like we wouldn't allow somebody who voted for the nazi party to show their face in public well, we did let okay. them work for NASA, so yeah, right. I don't know. Like, <laughs> they know how <laughs> to build shit, though. Let's, you know, the science, man. And even but though they, they couldn't were using... show their face in public, they just kind of quietly worked behind the scenes. And we were yeah. like, "What? His name? Uh, John Stevenson? That's mm-hmm, American <laughs> name. Super yeah. from here. Don't mind his voice. He's from here." Who are, these, mm-hmm. who are all these white people who just moved to Argentina? Who the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, that's that's Julio Reichenstager. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, oh, he been here the whole time. Okay, he. I don't know. He just looks new. Some about him. Okay, mm-hmm. fine, fine. Uh, boy. But yeah, right. I don't know. Those th- th- those. I think for a lot of people, it was interesting. So many people are confused. But I think I'm hoping most people will just cut to the point here and realize that these. These celebrities are not shit. They are not. Most of these people are revealing themselves to be like only to have their self-interest, their own interests at heart and whatever the fuck that means. And I think when people are like, but I thought Wheezy, what, man, he, I don't know. He, he, Wheezy was not going to save you. No, these people aren't going to save you. Like we're, you have to realize we have to actually begin to count on each other and, mm-hmm. you know, have our, each other's backs as much as possible rather than thinking these people who are, you know, in the socioeconomic class well beyond our realities are like living the same, living on the same planet because we're seeing it time and again, like ego plus unlimited money will put you in a whole other fucking world that yeah. most people know nothing about. Like most people are checked every day by the limits of their op, like their ability of what they can achieve financially or even uh, like what their own imagination can show you based on your life experience, but then you get some of these people. Woo! It's uh, it's 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 a sickness that they're all kind of showing. It's really weird. What I was yeah. shook by was the list of celebrities who publicly admitted that they had never voted before, and 
I think what's yeah. wild to me <laughs> is that they're admitting that they did not vote four years ago. And for the last four years, they don't been complaining. And I'm just like, right. oh, okay, I see who you are now. Like, when right. someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. I see Absolutely. you, Selena Gomez. I am disappointed. Yeah. Mm. All right, guys, let's take a quick break and we will be right back. And we're back and we're talking about phone scams. People are hitting yeah. Miles Gray up. Uh, I don't know. From, from Pennsylvania. There's Pennsylvania. a lot of energy running. I'm getting scam calls from Pennsylvania or thing looks everything looks like it hinges on Pennsylvania and a lot of big Pennsylvania energy. Yeah. Uh so let's talk about that. The election is tomorrow. Do we have um, to talk about this? Kind of. Can we talk probably. about Veronica yeah. Mars some more? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How would just Veronica Mars deal with the fact that everything hinges on this one state? Uh, Seems like that, it, yeah. So one of the like one thing that I had kind of forgotten is Iowa, the Iowa primary that happened this year. Caucus, that yeah. was like everybody was focused on that. It was highly anticipated. And it was a complete clusterfuck where nobody knew what was happening. People assumed that like shady shit was going on. Like all of that happened earlier this year. And I feel like we kind of just forgot about it because it was like right before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, it was, was that earlier this year? Or was that late yeah, last no, it year? Was. It yeah. was this year. I think it was yeah, like in wild. February. Mm -hmm. But you know, once again, Iowa was just completely uh, couldn't have been further from the rest of the country. So, again, our attention that we paid to it was ill spent. And also it was a complete clusterfuck that didn't have a satisfying resolution. But we were able to, like, move on to the next one. And also, like, the world completely shut down. Uh, and also, like, Joe Biden came in seventh. So it wasn't, like, a reflection of what was happening. Yeah, Did yeah, Buttigieg, like, win? Yeah, he won. Yeah, Pete won. Buttigieg won. I know um, exactly one person who voted for Pete Buttigieg. Yeah. but That, that tipped the scale. But the yeah. question, like, that I'm now asking is, what if that happens again in an important state like Pennsylvania, where we're dealing with a a split Supreme Court telling us they can't decide whether to keep counting the ballots that arrive after Election Day. And based on the 538 model, the entire election, like if Biden wins Pennsylvania, he has a 99 percent chance of winning the election. Uh, if Trump wins, Biden has a 30 percent chance of winning the election. Like, yeah, that's well. But I mean, the problems with the caucuses were all stemming from the the software they were using to report the results. Right. Like, but I'm just saying it was a complete clusterfuck of a state's election infrastructure. And Pennsylvania already seems like it's having issues. Uh, it's having issues with mail-in votes. It's having issues with uh, whether like how many fucking envelopes you need uh, to put your your vote into. I don't know. Yeah, I I. I don't want to be like fear mongery or anything. I'm just saying like that. Well, I mean, I, you're, I think you're in the camp that I think probably 65% of the country is, which is completely freaked the fuck out because yeah. on one hand, 
uh, the Biden could win and then like it's a slight sigh of relief. But then knowing there's still so much more to do because it's not just merely Biden being president that's going to solve everything that's wrong in this country. But then also like that feeling of like, holy shit, um, the country, like if they're if truly like the numbers are, you know, legitimate and we see that Donald Trump was winning in these places, then there's like this realization of like, oh my God, yeah, like most people in this country are completely don't know what is, don't know right from wrong um, or know right from wrong and choose, are consciously choosing wrong, which is also a very fucked up feeling to like have this mirror held up to the country again. Uh, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm just also just with the, with the rampant voter suppression that happens, Mm-hmm. I just don't even know how we're ever going to get an accurate picture right, of what this country does believe. Because, I mean, a lot of people talk about voter suppression in terms of racial voter suppression, but there's less uh, there's less ink given to accessibility, like polling place accessibility for. And we think about wheelchair ramps, but we don't think about people who need large print ballots or Braille ballots or uh, people who have other issues that prevent them from leaving the house right now because they have mm-hmm. immunocompromised stuff going on and they can't go vote, but they're not able to get their mail-in ballot. So like that's a whole other level of voter suppression. And there's also an intersectionality because a lot of people with disabilities are people of color. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's so frustrating because we talk about how this is the will of the people. And it's like, until we have fair elections, we're never going to know the will of the people. And I think that the right needs to realize if they want to, like, have a legitimate say in what happens, they need to be fair for a second. Because if they really do believe that the majority of the people are on their side and are like, we want our guns, we want our God, we don't want abortions, then they should just let everybody vote. But they know that they're not in the right. They're on the right, but they're not in the right. So Mm -hmm. it's just like, it makes me angry. I'm angry. No, They're actively (laughs) fighting against it. I mean, they... Yeah, there's an insurgency mentality like w- inside the GOP party that like we have to cheat to win, we have to like do bend the rules to win. But then I think the like I think that Fox News and just the social media, self-selecting social media bubbles that mm-hmm. people are in have made it so that people like that portion of the country exists in a separate reality where they think Trump is going to win by a landslide. Like they're going, if Trump doesn't win by a landslide, which there's like almost no chance he will, they are going to think something like that the election was stolen from them. Who Who's predicting the landslide thing? Like I know Robert Cahaley with Trafalgar, you know, polling is one of the pollsters who's saying like, there's a lot of hidden Trump votes that could tip the election. But like, yeah. You know, I don't know because even on Fox, predicting it, Trump is like predicting it at his rallies and like it's like individuals. There are no organizations. He he modulates between that kind of confidence and then will then be like just so freaked out that like suburban women are leaving him and he's like, I'll be really mad if I lose. Like it's so that's the most relatable thing about him because I swing between (laughs) high levels of confidence and being like, no one loves me. Oh my god. They, um, but when he's saying that, like people made a lot of uh noise about like him saying, Oh my god, could you imagine if I lost to Biden? Like, I might have to leave the country. But he, the way he was saying that was not like him taking that possibility seriously, he was saying it like 
could you imagine if I lost to that idiot? Like, I'd be mortified. No yeah, I'd be mortified. I'd have to go right. because I'm I'm facing such legal jeopardy. But that's not the joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it, but yeah, I don't know. That, that the other thing is, especially like when you look at Pennsylvania too, like the Trump campaign is very focused on Pennsylvania. Like the Trump campaign was all over the state over the weekend. And like when you start thinking now, like if they're very narrowly just realizing if we can get this one and everything else holds, then we just need to focus like laser guided fuckery in the state of Pennsylvania, which I don't know could be happening. There's a lot of reports of how like uh, certain uh, like the citizens in some counties in Pennsylvania have been calling local law enforcement to be like, is there going to be like violence? Like, is it safe to go to the polls? Like I've been hearing like this group is threatening this group or this group is and like now the local law enforcement is like having to reassure people like, no, like we're going to have, you know, law enforcement there. Nothing's going to happen. So there's also, there's just so much just swirling misinformation. Uh, but also local law enforcement shit. has been the, the instigators openly, of the violence. Yeah, have been openly <laughs> supporting Trump and telling people they can't vote if they have black lives matter t-shirts. There was a, a police officer at a polling well, place illegal. with a Trump mask. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, all very legal, but I mean, uh, there's police officers going around in police cars saying Trump 2020 and Flatbush. Um, so, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. And then there was this New York Times report. Uh, they did a podcast about how America is breaking all sorts of gun sales records and it's first time gun gun buyers, which is really scary. Um, people on Y'all both have sides. Guns? No. No, me neither. But I've definitely been like, should I get a gun? Like, do I need to get a gun for the, like, every time I hear these, you know, white supremacists talking about, like, how they're going to kick off the second civil war if Biden wins. Like, that's, uh, like, part of me is, like, I feel like I'm letting my family down by, like, doing, by not having a gun. Well, I think it all depends on what, you know, it's like one of those things like, well, everybody's buying a gun. Is right. that what I need to do? And then a lot of people with guns not knowing what the fuck to do. Yeah. Uh, that could be a it's mess. Like but also like yeah, yeah right. it's a <laughs> lot like a TikTok too. Actually. <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> Honey, get in here. We gotta do a dance explaining how we met 15 years ago. It's like yeah. everyone's doing it. I'm not entirely sure how to do it, but maybe I should do it before I can't do it anymore. Because yeah. they might I take feel, it away. Yeah. I feel like I'm uh letting my family down by not having a gun until I realize, remember that I drop my phone five times a day and like do it in <laughs> cartoonish fashion where I'm like, Doop, blah, blah, and, like, 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 right, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. Like it's literally like when Jamie Lee like Curdy, Curtis dropped the Uzi and tr- uh, true lies. Just took out the whole on. room. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's talk about how the right is covering, uh, or was covering, I guess, uh, towards the end of last week, the election, So there was massive news last week that UPS was uh, conspiring with the Biden campaign to cover (laughs) up uh, the explosive documents that were going to lead to the end of Biden's uh, campaign. They were just going to have to resign once once this shit hit. Uh, And so Tucker Carlson uh, told us that, you know, somebody had opened their mail, stolen the documents, except... Dun, dun, dun. I don't know. So it's, it's so weird. He said he 
first he was like very clear. He's like, and I, I did have copies of it. It wasn't the only copies. Like he had to like mention that because I think a lot of people were saying like you you shipped the only version of the explosive documents you had uh, without any redundant backups or anything like that. Um, <laughs> and he did reiterate. He's like, we made copy. Like you like as if a lot of people so were giving what a shit are, for that. Why are we even talking about something? Yeah. That so please you chill out. And there's <laughs> also a flash drive. Okay, because we're like, oh, now it's a it's documents. Now it's a flash drive. Uh, but he did say that, you know, the, the UPS found it and he's very, uh, very thankful. But I'm going to play a, a couple parts of his like sort of monologue on Thursday. Uh, he first still wants to let you know that even though the, the, the flash drive was found, so I guess it was it wasn't total malarkey. He's still suspicious. So as you can imagine, we wanted to know what happened. God, Unfortunately, we voice. still don't know what happened. This morning, UPS issued a press release announcing they had found our flash drive and then boasting about their customer service. Quote, UPS will always focus first on our customers and will never stop working to solve issues, which is fine. UPS is a reliable company. They rarely lose anything. We agree with that. That's why we use them in the first place. And yet they lost our Biden documents. How? UPS won't tell us how. We spent a lot of the day talking to executives there. They claimed that the flash drive was found on Monday night by an hourly employee at the UPS building on 43rd Street in Manhattan. They suggested it might have been sitting on the floor there. They couldn't prove that because, remarkably, in a room where millions of high-value packages are handled, there are no security cameras. That's what they told us. So he goes on like with this, like, so, like, still kind of like hmm. raising suspicions, uh, like that he's not letting it go, that there's still... Despite them finding it, he couldn't, he had to make sure that like sort of deep, deep state plot pot was still kind of percolating a little bit. He couldn't just let it be like, oh, they found it. I guess that was, a, I just took an L. Sorry about that. Thanks. Uh, UPS. <laughs> but then he fucking, then he does this weird ass turn towards the end of this monologue, which I don't understand what the, what the point is of this, where he suddenly finds his soul. A lot of documents about Hunter Biden's personal life that we haven't brought to you and we're not going to, and we should tell you why. One is the obvious answer. He's not running for president. And so to the extent those oh. documents pertain to his dad, of course. But Hunter Biden is a fallen man at this point. And I should also say that I knew Hunter Biden fairly well. We lived near each other in Washington for quite mm. some time. I knew his wife, who was an absolutely outstanding person, a good person. I never thought Hunter Biden was a bad person. I thought he had demons. But in the time I knew him, he kept them mostly under control. At some point, he lost control of those demons. And the world knows that now. He's now humiliated and alone probably too strong to say we feel sorry for Hunter Biden. But the point is, pounding on a man, jumping on, piling on when he's already down is something that we don't want to be involved in. So with that. Um, Who wait, was that? What? <laughs> that was, mother <laughs> that was <laughs> motherfucker Carlson. No, wait. it wasn't. I know. No. They but spent, what the fuck was he, the whole point of the He fucking thing? wasted weeks, <laughs> fucking weeks on this shit. And then now it's like, you know what, though? But like, the, but here's why we're not going to tell you about it. And it's not, it has nothing to do with it, the fact that it's bullshit and has nothing to do with the race. It's because I've got uh, I used to live near him and his wife is nice. So we're going to move on. So what with that? Oh, see, this is what I'm curious. Mm. He still still was like, he's a he's a at this point, he's a fallen man. He's alone and humiliated. Like, okay. You're thanks. a fallen like, man, dude. Way to have, like, you have the empathy to be like, don't kick a guy when he's down, but then be like, I mean, this guy's like a piece of shit. He's completely humiliated and alone. Right. Just I, right? garbage. Um, but, like, that's where I'm curious, right? 
this kind of floundering shit is of someone who fears retribution or whatever by being like, yo, I went all in on this dude's son who's now the fucking president. <laughs> Whoops. Um, And you know what? Maybe hopefully the last thing he hears from me going into GOTV weekend is me being like, hey, let's let's lay off Hunter Biden, man. Nah. Don't kick a man when he's down. Like, I don't it's what just, is the, what's the point? It's just them not having it. They don't have shit. They don't have anything to share. Like, they don't have anything that's interesting that's they knew new. they didn't though right you know what i mean but like yeah so i think they backed themselves into a corner they had this big story about how the deep state stole their flash drive then ups came out and was like yo we found their flash drive we have their flash drive right yeah, here right. now so what's he gonna do he's gonna he's got to share something or he's got to be like and you know what? It's so explosive. We're not even going to share it because we don't want to do that to this loser. Is well, basically... if he was saying they 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 are still like assessing some of the documents uh-huh. and okay. verifying it. It's just so uh-huh. weird. But then you you go out there with your chest out and being like, "Yo, I, I got the fucking receipts, y'all. Just wait, just you wait." It's just, just a Karen energy of being like. My package went missing. Clearly, there is a conspiracy against me. It's right, right, right. remarkable. It's like, no, UPS sometimes loses shit, even if you're important. Like, they yeah. found it. They looked for it. You filed a complaint. The system worked the way it was supposed to. Yeah. Right. It's, I mean, most sneakerheads know sometimes these carriers, they know when you get a, a shipment coming in from Nike and they'll take that shit. Uh, but Hunter Biden got his uh, he got his flash drive real quick. I don't know. It's all fucking it's just so exhausting where you're just like if you're if you're just going to smear him like what what's the point? Because th- you had no problem parading around bullshit stories before this. Like why yeah. now are you concerned about the veracity of like these doc- like I don't understand. That's what it it's not fully clicking. And I get what you mean, Jack, where it's like, well, they pump faked a little too hard and no right. one bit. So they're like, oh, actually, never. Oh, actually, I pulled my back. Never mind. I actually can't play <laughs> basketball with you guys. Like, ah, I didn't fall for that weak ass pump fake. Like, I don't know. It's uh, there's, it's very confusing. There's been shameless propaganda since the beginning of time. It's just now we have this hyper like focused. You know, we have social media. There's like full transparency. So it's just this new phenomenon with Fox News where. You have people that are openly lying and then being like, and don't pay attention to anything that anybody else is saying. I think it's just shocking that people actually fall for it. Like, that's what's just, it would be so ridiculous and not worth paying attention to if it weren't for the fact that people are actually falling for this shit and it's actually destroying the country. I think it's a failing on the part of our education system because a lot of people aren't learning how to critically assess information because like i have a brother who's 20 yeah he's 20 and i was talking to him about the wage gap and he's a business major and he's like a sophomore in college and he's like well like say i'm a businessman i'm like you're not you're a clown he's like but say i'm a businessman (laughs) and i'm trying to i'm trying to like make the most money why if there's a wage gap and i can hire women for less money wouldn't i have a company that hires only women. And I'm like, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Mm, right. And my brother has a modicum of sense and he's still there. And I had a long conversation with him 
about how to critically assess sources, how to use Google Scholar, stuff like that. And I'm like, look, you cannot tell people you're related to me and go say stuff like that. <laughs> go out here saying this shit, yeah. Right, yeah. it's like, like, well, I've read yeah. stuff on both sides. And I'm like, from where, though? Wait, like, but, if you're yeah, reading but like, something but... from Breitbart that says that the wage gap doesn't exist, and then you're reading something from NPR that says the wage gap does exist, those sources yeah. are not equal. They just right. aren't. Yeah. I mean, That's one rhymes like with them. shite fart. So, you know, <laughs> take that for, for, you know, an example. It's just odd, like, because also the the odd thing is he's not, like, if you distill it down to what is bad about that take, which is he's like, well, what's wrong with exploiting people? Right. You know what I mean? That's so what it's all coming bad down about to. The take. I hope you know what I mean? Where it's this. like, do you, do you get exploitation? Exploitation is not good. I mean, because by that same logic, that's how you would you justify chattel slavery. You're like, right. well, I don't pay them and I'm getting buku profits. I don't know if you've seen the margins on cotton, y'all. Uh, but when you're not paying your workforce anything, you make a lot of money. When you pay people unfairly, yes, you you tend to make a little more money. But if you're only in it to make money by exploiting people like that's not that's not you're not doing that with your heart. In my brother's defense, he was just saying, why don't more workplaces have only women? He wasn't saying he was going to do it. Sure, sure, sure. And I don't mean to drag your brother. I mean, I dragged him first. (laughs) He existed until I dragged him. That's for you. That's for you to do. As an older sister, that's for you to do. I'm just a podcaster (laughs) who has arguments in my mind with made up people. Mm -hmm. But those studies that we talked about uh, last week about, you know, how America has all these signs that they're headed for spiraling out of control into a civil war. Like one of the main symptoms is just stagnating wages, the the wages of actual workers, actual Americans, not like the uber wealthy, the actual uh, American worker have stagnated since the 80s. They it like minimum wage is not going up. It's yeah, not the federal minimum pace. wage has been 725 for like a decade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's talk about how the man himself, Donald Trump is uh dealing with the coming election yeah he, uh, he's he's doing the thing he always does yeah. he accuses somebody else of what he's gonna do right <laughs> <laughs> and, and in this and in this regards in this regard he is basically saying like you know honestly the way it's looking the supreme court they're helping biden win this election right. um and he's referring to two decisions that were essentially, you know, uh, wins for democracy in Pennsylvania, <laughs> North Carolina, just on like sort of the timing in which you can still count these ballots. But, you know, also, let's not forget on uh, Thursday or Friday, uh, there was a fucking major blow in the state of Minnesota that where the Supreme Court completely skull fucked the grace period for ballots to be counted after Election Day. Right. Um, so and changed mm-hmm. it like, yeah, leading like, up to the election while people were voting and mailing in their five votes. days out. Five, five days, days out from election day. Um, yeah, and I think changed. all all this to say at this point, you know, uh, it's it's tomorrow. So I don't know what else I can tell anybody, uh, except if you have your vote, don't mail it in. <laughs> if you've yeah. Still yeah, got don't, it. don't mail your Just vote drop in. that shit I mean, off. In some states, you can as long as it's postmarked yeah. by the election day. Yeah. But... I would say if there's a place where you could just like slide it to somebody and be yeah. like, yo, here's my vote. You should do that. You should do and that. One of those shady of ones. It. Yeah. That the, uh, the orange County Republican party or whatever oh, has put yeah, out the fake the ballot boxes. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that, that was an interesting, you know, again, he was going back and forth between, Oh my God, I'm losing because the, the people who are supposed to help me are helping him. Um, and then also he gets a win as well. So it's just, it's going to be very hard to read. I mean, like, you know, 
if if I'm if I'm just high and living in a dream scenario, it's like one of those things where it's like, well, maybe maybe one of those states that we think would never turn blue will turn blue uh, mm. on Tuesday, and that would really that would really make shit easier uh, for everybody to go to sleep. But I don't know. People keep talking about Texas going blue, and I'm just like, okay. Uh, yeah, I'll believe it. Yeah, okay. I'm like, I've seen Friday yeah. Night Lights. It's I'll not believe happening. Ohio when I see it. I'll believe yeah. any Florida. of these places. Yeah, Florida, I'll believe it when I see it. Um, speaking of high and living in a dream scenario, uh, Donald Trump Jr. went on Laura <laughs> Ingram's show to break the world record for most words said while high on cocaine on TV. Yeah. Love that for uh, him. Yeah, um, oh my I mean- God. We don't like to, you know, cast aspersions on the first son um, of the president. But here's something I do know. And this is all anecdotal. The wealthy white men I've been around who live in New York, they like cocaine. Um, <laughs> I just I'll just say I know people in finance, the entertainment industry where you're like, wow, that white bag came out real quick and you haven't even had your dinner. Uh, what is going on? It's just, so I'm just saying that I'm looking at through those lens and I'm looking at a rich kid from New York who's never had a job that wasn't with a company with his own last name in it. Um, and I'm thinking, yeah, okay, you're starting to fit that profile. Again, this is this is all anecdotal. I'm not this is not a court of law, okay, because I'm not Kim Kardashian. I'm not legally uh, able to practice law on a podcast. But yes, just I just want everybody to watch this man's face um and his energy as he is really talking about like start trying to dismiss the death toll of the coronavirus. Flying. These people, these people are truly morons. You know what I mean? And I like how they go after Scott Atlas because he's not an epidemiologist, but Sanjay Gupta now magically is. I mean, g- give me a break, Laura. The reality is this. If you look, I put it up on my Instagram a couple of days ago because I went through the CDC data because I kept hearing about new infections. But I said, <laughs> well, why aren't they talking about this? Oh, oh, because the number is almost nothing. Because we've gotten control of this thing. We understand how, to, how it works. They have the therapeutics to be able to deal with this. If you look at that, look at my Instagram. It's gone to almost nothing. Okay. His eyes are like he looks high. Like, <laughs> like high like he smoked wheat. Like his eyes are like almost looks, shut. He looks like he's traveling he's, at the speed of light. That's right. why his he eyes he's like on <laughs> substances. You know how when people get high and then they get excited about some idea and they're like, okay, so I have this idea. Okay, what we're going to do is we're going to take GIFs, right? Look at my Instagram. Just look at my Instagram. Yeah, you know the GIF? Like like the moving thing, but it doesn't have sound. What if you made a GIF, but it had sound? It's like, you just invented video. Congratulations. (laughs) That's exactly what he's like. I think you're describing Snapchat. What the fuck is that, man? That's fucking big. Fuck. Fuck. You're like, whoa, calm down. What's I'm sorry. Is your friend Laura. okay? Uh, he's just coked out and he's mad. He didn't think up Snapchat uh, eight years after the fact. Um, it's he was wearing know. a uh, uh, a windbreaker that said Team Trump on one breast and then Don on the other, um, just to complete the picture for people. It's un. I wonder if they gave real. Tiffany one of those. Do you think Tiffany has one? <laughs> Tiff. Yeah, she, I, I mean, she's Tiffany. out there. She's out there also doing her part as a surrogate. Uh, even though it, everyone was like, "Oh, she's the rebel," and it's like. Yeah, no, she, not really. She's not a rebel. We all still... She just is less loved by her father. Right. That's right. the thing. Still the thing sucks. with this clip, I mean, uh, this is him off his face. Like, it's really morbid when you think about it, right? Like, this is the son of the president when they're discussing, like, you know, rally goers 
of any Trump rally should quarantine. It's unsafe. There's a pandemic. This is for safety. This this guy's a fucking on it he's on one i don't know mm. what but he's on one and he's like <laughs> you know the thing is like laura like i mean when you look at it it's so it's, it's basically like nobody who, basically nothing nobody's dying yeah it looks like a scene where like in like blow or any of those like drug movies where like the shit starts coming down and like fuck man get the fucking cash over there like ah, it's all good man because nothing's fucking going on like you know it's my kid's birthday like we're gonna have the party in the back it's all gonna be good you know but I don't know. That's like, it's so hard to read their energies. Or like, the, if I'm writing a script, I'm like, okay, this is perfect. This is the drama scene where you realize that it's not going to happen, and they're all panicking. But then I don't know. I mean, like, they're so insulated with their privilege. He might just be having a good night and be like, yeah, I don't know. I just blew up and went on Laura Ingram to just talk some shit. I mean, also, I think there's a huge focus Allegedly. on COVID deaths, and I think that it is important that we look at the fact that a quarter of a million people practically have died. Yeah. But also there are people that are sick and we don't know what the long-term implications of that illness are mm -hmm. and they're like very sick and they're alive but they're not okay and that's the conversation that we also need to have because it's like they're like oh well you know people died we knew people were going to die it could have been more people if i hadn't closed the border to china it would have been more right. people but like, there are still people who are sick, like long haulers who are chronically fatigued for the rest of their life, might have heart and lung issues for the rest of their life. Like, that's also worth exploring and worth avoiding. Yeah. And also, think, a yeah. thousand people died on the day that he said that it's practically no one. Like, two 9-11s worth of people died in, like, the last week or so. Well, you know, again, we were even talking about this with the Azerbaijan-Armenia thing. It's like when the victims don't look like most of the country, it's like, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. And I think a lot Basically, of people no have one. this weird narrative in their head about what it means to get coronavirus, which is like, dude, you'll get it. It'll be fucked up for two weeks. And then, like, you're over it. Um, right. Because that's not the case. Like, every person I know who uh, has battled it or has family that has, like, some have come out the other side with like, you know, their scent and uh, taste intact and things like that. Others are like, it's incremental. Uh, right. Others are like, my heartbeat can be weird sometimes. And mm -hmm. it's like, that's the shit you should really fear. It's like, it's not that you're going to get a illness that you get over. It's like you could get something that could fundamentally change how you live your life. Yeah. Um, depending on your own biology. Yeah. yeah. That's what scares the shit out of me. Like, I don't, it, and I, that's why I'm like, always just want people to be as safe as possible, or at least to be in tune with that. And, but unfortunately, we're also living in such a cruel society where if some people, they have no financial recourse except to put themselves in danger. And I think that's just so fucked up. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, as we're anyway. recording this, there was a record 91,248 new virus cases in a single day. And is that nationwide? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Oof. also, just massive suspicious mail delays in Pennsylvania. So yeah, they're, they're doing everything they can to steal this and remain in power and do nothing about the, about the pandemic. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back to talk about Kim Kardashian. And we're back and uh, let's get into I guess it could be called brain bleach. It's still, it's sort of brain rot. Um, yeah. But it's still. But you kind of need it. It's like energy capitalism, drink. but it is a distraction. Uh, so Kim Kardashian 
has extended her run of her one woman show uh, called Violently Out of Touch with <laughs> a uh, hologram from her husband, Kanye West, uh, of her dad. Her late father, her deceased yeah. Super late. father. Yeah. Super late. Uh, Robert Kardashian get, sending well wishes to his daughter on her 40th birthday. The video, I mean, we, we'll get into what, you know, obviously how disconnected from reality Kim K is, but like the video is so fucking weird. It's like weird. It, if it was, if I was Kim K, I'm like, that ain't my dad. And this is a waste of money. And this is actually fucking stupid because this, this person is like moving like a car salesman the way he's gesturing. He's like, yeah. and also, Kim, I must say, I am a proud fa- Armenian father, and <laughs> you have married the biggest, most, 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 most <laughs> genius man in Kanye West. Like that, the number of mosts or whatever that modifier was to saying Kanye was a genius made me cringe it was up excessive. out of my skin. Like you could just say genius. Like you don't need to put all that extra on it. It's like a hat yeah. on a hat on a hat on a hat on a Yeezy hat <laughs> on a hat on a hat. Like on a calm hat. down. <laughs> right. Yeah. I did you, Jack, how much of the video did you see? I just watched like the 10 seconds that you heard me watch before we started recording. So I right. just saw I, like the end. What do we Okay, let's, I mean, let's try and be objective here. If we're going to go on like a grading scale, what do we grade the quality of this spooky ass hologram of her dead father? Um, Are we doing one to 10 or letter? Let's do one to 10. Um, One to 10. I'm going to give it a four because Mm. it had a body and a face. So there's that. And that gives Mm -hmm. it like a couple of points. And then it did not like glitch a lot of points lost for the weird um like most, Thanos most, snap most, at the end most yeah <laughs> did his face seem to like not emote that well too like it also felt like it was sort of missing a lot of like good facial expressions that would have took it from like creepy avatar simulation to like eh, maybe i am hallucinating and that is my dad I mean, I don't know him, so I don't know what his face is like. So I'm not going <laughs> to nitpick stuff like that. But I also think that the subjects he was talking about were peculiar. Like you yeah. think he'd talk more about her childhood and things that he loved about her, like specifics. But he was like, oh, you know, when when people fart, sometimes I'm there. Like that was a weird yeah. thing. That was it must a very be like weird thing. That's where, like, I got if was started thinking about who was behind like the writing of that script because mm-hmm. clearly the genius, 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 most, 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 most times ten genius. I had to be a, a late uh, note from Kanye, or maybe that's the only thing he had written down, and then they had to build the entire speech around that. <laughs> um, but like the peefy thing, I must be. I'm guessing that's like an inside family joke that maybe one of the sisters could have like helped, like. Concoct, yeah, but the the peefy thing was peculiar also because like I'm not Armenian, so I didn't know that that was like an Armenian term for farting. So I was like, what is he saying? And then when I found out, I was like, oh, I don't. Why would you okay. lead with that? Also, like, what's yeah, maybe yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's, again, but then on top of it, the tone deafness is really something. Like to even tweet about it, a like just don't tweet about it because like we're still yeah, just don't. Right. We don't need shit. to know. I think That's like, that yeah. the gesture, I get that the gesture is sweet in terms of like, also, she is deeply wealthy. She's like hyper wealthy. What right. are you able to even get somebody when they're that rich that they can't get themselves? The most thoughtful and gift of a lifetime. A special surprise dead. from heaven. 
a hologram <laughs> of my dead father. Um, so, like, I get that the gesture was kind, and it is something yeah, sure. that she's not going to think to get herself. It would be weirder if she got it herself. <laughs> uh, but also, like, we don't need to know everything. Like, we don't need to keep up with you. We have a show for that. Like, we didn't <laughs> right. need this on your Twitter. Some things, there, there's a difference between privacy and secrecy, and she needs to keep some shit private. Like, it doesn't mm. need to be a secret, but she needs to keep some shit private. Yeah, I mean, I'd imagine a lot of the, like, fun, or not fun, but the magic of this is being in the room with it and being able to, like, walk around it, right? And, like, mm -hmm. see that it's standing in front of you uh, mm -hmm. in terms of the quality. But it does it does feel like you, I don't know, it's like a cartoon version of somebody. It's like yeah. he's got, like, all these gestures and... Weird things. It's like an Xbox cinematic scene. Cut scene. Yes. It didn't feel yes, like it feels high like a, level. I was like, bro, this is like a good video game. And honestly, a video I, game cutscene. I would be sure. pissed if somebody tried to like resurrect one of my relatives in such shitty fashion. But that's beyond... what the movement was for me. It was one of those um, non-playing characters. Yeah. It's like, right, right, right. do you want to buy some shields for your yeah. armor? <laughs> oh, and you are trying to be a lawyer like your father, Kim. I love that. <laughs> it, it's it, so then every obviously the replies. She's just again. She she got so much smoke for the fucking private island Fiat 40th birthday celebration. She's like, oh my god, I, and I I know how privileged I am, but I can't help but stunt on all of you with this tweet. Uh, same thing here. You know, like, people, first her vibe was like, ha-ha, I can hang out with loved ones. Like, it's not a pandemic. And now it's like, ha-ha, not only did many of you struggle to even see your loved ones pass away in person, I can summon satanic technologies to deepfake my daddy, eat that. <laughs> uh, it's like, what the fuck? Like, what, who? This is like one of those things, like you're saying, like, you keep that shit secret. Like, your opulent lifestyle Private. is offensive. Not even it's secret. It's offensive. Or whatever. But you want that to be a thing where it's a rumor, right? Where, like, you would right. never be like, hey, I heard Kanye made a fucking hologram of your dad and it spoke to you. And first, been like, oh, I'm not really going to speak on that. And just let that be a th let that be that. Don't. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, again, I just when you also look at the replies in there, there's like so many weirdos with their class solidarity with her being like, I don't know what these people are talking about, Kim. Kanye is so sweet. At Kanye West, you did a good job. Emoji, emoji, emoji. <sighs> and other people, like one woman was like, I don't even know the man and I'm crying. And someone said, are you okay Why underneath you that? And, <laughs> right. And then the person uh, was like, what do you mean? They're like, because you've created some kind of parasocial bond with a person you've never met. And now you're getting emotional on Twitter because some celebrity tweeted a video about it. And they're like, right. I don't know. You just have a good day. And you're like, oh, oh wow. Okay. Here's right. my thing. I don't know if Kim has any real friends because mm. I feel like a real friend, one would have told her don't tweet that or would have been the person she sent that to if they weren't there, which they shouldn't right. be because she should be isolating from her friends like the rest of us. Like I haven't seen any of my friends since March and I mm. miss them. But, you know, I care if my mom lives, so <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to see them. But like, it just makes me think that she really doesn't have people who actually care about her. She has fans and she doesn't have, she she has like fans and followers. She doesn't have friends. Mm. So, I mean, her mom directed her. a sex tape to get her famous. So, that's directed her to release a sex tape, is the reason. Yeah. So, yeah, not a lot of good advice. Again, like we're saying, <laughs> when you have unlimited e money and an ego the size of the planet, 
or uh, this sense of self-importance that is like just far beyond what how normal or the you know work, working people who are tethered to like the toil of like having to work uh, are you just go into this other dimension and i think she must be just also surrounded with people who are just as much who probably don't know a single person who's struggling in the pandemic um mm-hmm. because then you would you would probably think about that person before tweeting you're probably like well i don't know i pay all my home staff very well they're okay, and they haven't told me that things are bad when I don't ask about it. So I'd imagine things for poor people are is okay. Uh, like it's this—I don't know—the the insulation of privilege is really something to see it's, on the. Human it's also life. frustrating because I feel like there are a lot of reasons to hate Kim Kardashian and like the culture vulture stuff, the mm-hmm. complete loss of like a concept of reality and how people live, and just there's so many reasons. But people don't hate on her for the right ones. Like when she said she wanted to be a lawyer, I'm like, I think that's great. I don't think that there's yeah. anything wrong with her wanting to be a lawyer. And I understand why she's trying to take this alternate path as opposed to going to law school. Because can you imagine like Kim Kardashian just sitting at UCLA Law? Like that's not happening. The way that she has lived her right. life, it's going to be impossible the way for her she, to do the that. The way she would actually become a lawyer is the reason to hate her, not, not yeah. the, her wanting to be. But also, like, she does a lot of good for Armenian people in bringing awareness to Armenian genocide and the plight that Armenians still face today in terms of getting their genocide recognized. But people are like, ah, dumb Kim Kardashian. And I'm like, girl, like, not to be respectability politics, but you need to think about what you're doing and how that can affect your goals. That's my thing. Like, I'm not saying she shouldn't be cute. I'm not saying she shouldn't have a beauty business. I think that's amazing. I think that, you know... Having those businesses is not my issue with her. My issue with her is that she's not thinking about how people are perceiving some of the things she's doing and how that's going to negatively affect some of the yeah, change she wants that, to yeah. make. And I'm like, everybody else has to think about those things. Like, I think about that all the time as a black woman. I'm like, right. if I sound angry in this tweet, it might ruin me in 17 years. Mm, sure. Uh, yeah. And But then she can just call them boxer braids. Uh, and then she she just skirts around that one. Oh no yeah. no these these are boxer braids. I don't know mm. where that term came from, but I don't think it has anything to do with cultural appropriation. I have to go. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Karama, it's been a pleasure having you on the Thank Daily you. Zeitgeist. Yeah. Where can people uh, find you and follow you? Uh, people can find me on Twitter. I'm at Karama Drama K O R A M A D R A M A, and also same on Instagram. But my Instagram page is super boring, and I don't love Instagram. So mm. follow me on Twitter instead because I like yeah. words. <laughs> yeah. uh, and is there and, oh, they can listen to me. They can listen to me on my podcast, uh, Popcorn yeah. Book Club, which is an iHeartRadio podcast. We talk about books and their screen adaptations. Dana nice. Schwartz. Yes, with yeah, Dana Schwartz, with Jen Dana Wright, Schwartz. and uh, and Melissa Hunter, and Tian Tran, who is hilarious. I love Tian. She is not on Twitter, but she's great. Follow her on Instagram at Hank Tino. Is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying? Uh, so many. Uh, there have been... People of Black Twitter has just been dragging Lil Wayne, but I don't want to <laughs> talk about that. I want to talk about something that's a little less political that I enjoyed. Uh, there was somebody whose Twitter handle is at T3RRIAXO, which I think is Teria XO. And uh, they tweeted 
a news article from Pink News about how Sam Smith wants to be a mummy by 35. And they were confused because Sam Smith is talking about being a parent, like a mom. But they thought that Sam Smith wanted to be mummified. (laughs) And I think that that is the funniest thing I've ever read. (laughs) It's just absurd. I think that I love miscommunication and like innocuous miscommunication. And I think that that, uh, yeah, that was on, I think, Thursday that that happened and it just made me smile. <laughs> to be a mummy? Yeah. <laughs> I also I like the idea of Sam yeah. Smith walking into like an establishment and being like, oi, I've come in here yeah. because I would like to be a mummy. And they're like, oh, okay, <laughs> oh, you, wanna, you, you want like a fertility clinic. It's like, no, yeah. no, no. Like the Tom Cruise film that used to be a Brendan yeah. Fraser film, like a mummy. <laughs> Mummify me. Uh, Miles, yeah, so where can people find you and follow you? What's a tweet you've been enjoying? Twitter, Instagram at Miles of Gray. Also, the other podcast, Four Twenty Day Fiance, where we're just you know toking up, talking about Ninety Day Fiance, trying to avoid reality because uh, shit's heavy. And a tweet I like is from Reductress. At it again, at Reductress, tweeting self care queen. This woman sometimes changes her bong water, uh, <laughs> and I was like, yep, yeah, I feel that. I feel uh-huh. like I'm really, I'm like, damn, like, look at you with your adult life changing your bong water every mm. th- five years. <laughs> uh, tweet I enjoyed, Noah Garfinkel tweeted, yesterday my girlfriend said, Barry Weiss, like Borat <laughs> saying, very nice, and now it's my favorite part of the Borat universe. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter oh, at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at the Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on Miles. What are we riding into this election week on? Oh man, let's this is gonna be a track by Hudson Mohawk and S type called The Rain. Uh it's just a great beat because it has like a huge brass band like sample. Uh, but on top of that, the fantastic production of Hudson Mohawk and S type on top of it to give you a little bit more, you know, upbeat uh sort of electronic feel. And I don't know, it's just I love hearing big horns. Uh, and as you know, Jack, oh, you you you, you you know Rocky. You know what I mean. You know, I love you know the, the effect. big horn, big horns, some, uh... big natural horns. Yeah, big... <laughs> the, the big naturals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like those. Yeah, you're you're referring to one of those like alpine horns that the guys blow. Yeah. Like, no, nah, that's a big natural horn. Oh no, that oh, was yeah. like versus a sharp or a flat. That was like a high level music theory joke. Oh, you went there. Oh wow, I'm sorry. That was a diminished. I was joke a nerd on my in part. high school. It's yeah. Fine. Oh, well, allow me to augment age. that with this one. Uh, this will be, yeah. Look, <laughs> I was I was in marching band too. Uh, so yes, this has just great energy. I figure we need every little thing we can do to have our heart hearts racing in a positive way and not in a stressful way. So yeah, guys, uh, buckle up because it's going down tomorrow. Let's it's going. Let's down all for find real. out. <laughs> Mess around and find out is what we are all going to do tomorrow. Um, all right. What are we going to do? Are we going to just like drop trending episodes like throughout the day? We got to figure that out. Huh? I don't know. We'll have to. We'll stay tuned. We'll we'll have something going on. Maybe we'll have to go on Twitch or something yeah. and we can broadcast. I think multiple trending episodes might be good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Stay safe. Stay sane. Yeah. I don't know what to, I don't know what advice to give you. Uh, at this point. Steal yourselves. Steal. You know what I mean? Gird and your like, loins. You know what? 
Either way, the fucking marathon has to continue. That's yeah, exactly. that's the, that's the thing. I mean, and, but one version is way more fucked up than the other. They're both fucked up though. Let's not get that twisted. Um, yes. but uh, yeah, just there's a lot of know. work to do either way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Down ballot. It's all about down ballot. Yeah, Local exactly. representatives. Those propositions. Yeah. Some of those are serious. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Prop 22 if you're in the state of California. I can't Fuck even I nonsense. can't even talk about Prop 22 yeah. right now. No on 22 right. if you're in California. Yes, I'm Measure J if you live in L.A. County. The Ooh. Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for this morning. We'll be back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we'll talk to you all then. Bye. Bye.